0: Yeah, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. Runners will be off with the crack of the bat with two outs. Kimbrell deals. Bregman in the air. Left field. Benintendi dives. And he makes the catch. Oh, what a play. Game saver. Andrew Benintendi. You can stop asking that question. Okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses. Okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Falkoski, and today we are doing a little uh, little special episode. <clears throat> so obviously as the NFL season, regular season, excuse me, comes to a conclusion, there are a lot of storylines and things to talk about, right? As is the nature of all sports, you know, things are constantly changing and and, and Certainly, there are things to delve into. And specifically, you know, during the season, it's very difficult to kind of put out episodes where it's, um, where we're talking broadly about players and organizational decisions. It's very hard to do that because week to week things can change rapidly, right? And what we're saying at one point of the season could be drastically different come another point of the season. Because that player will likely play more games, and uh, who knows? You know, at one point in the season, we were talking about Russell Wilson, and we were saying, you know, wow, you know, hey, listen, he's playing better with Sean Payton. Certainly wasn't perfect, but he's playing better. And then, you know, we get to, you know, last weekend, up suddenly Russell Wilson is not the starting quarterback, and they're probably going to move off from, from, from the, on, on the offseason. So it's very hard to talk about players And I don't like to talk about players in a long-term sense during the season because it is so variable in how things go. There's really no time to kind of sit back and evaluate the situation as a whole. But now that we're approaching the end of the season and essentially all the statistics, all the games have been played, right? And generally speaking, for most players, one game, is not going to make or break the season, right? And how we view that. Uh, there are some where, you know, hey, one game, I mean, that is your, hey, you know, prove it, right? I feel like gardner Mintry might be in a type of place like that where it's like, listen, he's had a good season, not a great season. If he's able to beat the Texans and get his team into the playoffs, I think people will say, well, hey, look, man, he got it done. He, no one thought he could. If he doesn't, he'll say, you know what? He was good, but... He's a backup, so I think that he's in a position like that. Now, the player that we're talking about today, Justin Fields, I think is 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 very much in a very interesting position, in that Justin Fields is, I mean, clearly he's had a very interesting career. You know, originally, if we go back back to draft day in twenty twenty one, I believe. I, as a Patriots fan, wanted the Patriots to draft Justin Fields. I thought Justin Fields, hey, this guy could be a real star for the team. I think that this guy can, you know, be a difference. The next quarterback of the of the New England Patriots is right here. Obviously, we didn't draft him, we didn't get him. Um, and he went to the Bears. And since then, I would say his career has it's really been quite disappointing, I think, overall. Right, I think a lot of people had bigger expectations for Justin Fields and those really have yet to materialize. So, Justin Fields in his career and I don't know why this hasn't updated yet. So weird. Pro Football references haven't updated his full stats. I don't I don't know why. Right, I guess we'll go to ESPN. I I had to do Pro Football Reference I think they 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 provided much more a visually uh, simple picture of statistics that ESPN you're kinda have to delve into delve into stuff but whatever. So Justin Fields oh no they did it because he missed the games. That's right. He missed games. Okay. Never mind. So Justin Fields as a quarterback in his career I mean listen statistically it doesn't look great. Right? I don't I don't like to use quarterback record. As a end all be all, it's more of a it is a good associative step, right? But his completion percentage is sixty percent on his career. Uh, he's only thrown for six thousand yards. Uh, he's thrown forty touchdowns to thirty interceptions. So his you know TD to interception ratio is fairly poor. It's it's a little bit better than than <laughs> than uh <laughs> than it's almost one to one. Really, is what it is um his yards per attempt 6.9 quarterback rating 82 QBR you know 2656 46 um you know it's just there's not there's really not been anything that I would say uh that has been too impressive about Justin Fields I did not know this but he did receive an MVP Vote last season somehow uh, he received one vote uh, as did a, a numerous other players obviously Patrick Holmes won it by quite a bit but I did not see some random person voting for Justin Fields that's that's quite weird uh, obviously was not even close but whatever okay so his career it's been solid you know nothing special though. And I think, you know, after last season, you're saying to yourself, listen, the team isn't winning. He hasn't played very well. Um, and he doesn't play every game. And, you no, know, this season, I think we're going to say the same. No, we're going to say the same thing, actually. So, first off, listen. He he was injured this season. But, again, he's not going to crack 3,000 yards. His completion percentage is up slightly to 61 his touchdown and interception ratio this season sixteen to nine, so that's better. All right. I- ideally, he's gonna surpass his passing touchdowns from uh, a passing touchdown record for last season at seventeen, um, and he'll probably finish with less, fewer interceptions against the Packers. Um, and he's also a good rushing quarterback. I mean, that's what we need to factor in. Last season, obviously, he had a thousand rushing yards, so he was he was doing a lot of work on the ground. With eight touchdowns this year, he has 630 yards on the ground, four touchdowns. So he he hasn't been as effective on the ground, but I feel like we've seen improvements from Justin Fields in the passing game, right? And, and what those really look like to me is I feel like he's delivering better balls. I think we've seen an improvement, especially as the season's gone on. I've talked about this in my episodes, kind of my week to week episodes. I've talked about how. You listen, the Bears are looking better week to week. It feels like they're playing better football. Uh, it feels like this Bears team that we have now is not the same one at the beginning of the season. So it brings up this very interesting question of whether of whether, uh, the Bears should keep Justin Fields for next season or draft a new quarterback. Because they're in a the position where they have the number one pick locked up tight tight i mean it's already been locked up and they're going to have another potentially top 10 pick in the draft or at least high pick i mean it's going to be you know 9 to 9 to 12 probably is where it's going to be maybe a little bit better maybe a little bit worse but it's going to be a very solid pick i mean we're getting we're talking about two very high picks and so they're faced with this dilemma right you have this quarterback who We've seen some good. We've seen some bad, right? It's been a mixed bag from Justin Fields. Um, But you have an opportunity to kind of say to yourself, okay, well, we can reset. We can take a beat, right? Our defense is improving. And we can go out and try to get a really talented quarterback. Because the issue is, Right, the issue is with Justin Fields is you have to make a decision on his fifth year contract. Right, you're not necessarily paying him that much. I mean, next season you're paying him six million dollars. As far as quarterbacks go, that's not that's not a lot. But the issue is is you have to decide whether you're going to pick up his fifth year option or not. And if you're not going to pick his fifth year option up, then you have to draft a new quarterback. Uh, so that's that's why this decision is coming now. So okay evaluating Justin Fields, I like, I believe there is talent there. You see the ball he throws. He's a very dynamic runner. I think he has a really good connection with DJ Moore. And I feel like the locker room really likes him. I think that there's a lot of support there. I mean, again, let's put it in context. Chicago really has never had a a great passing quarterback. They've never had a quarterback pass for 4,000 yards in a single season. So before we start to say, oh, well, you know, Justin Fields, I mean, he, you know, there's contextual stuff that says, well, listen, I mean, Jay Cutler had some good seasons and he was there for a while. I'm not saying that you want a Jay Cutler type quarterback, but the general point I'm trying to make here is that it's not unprecedented for a Bears quarterback to have a subpar passing season. Now, that's not what you want. So the case is to be made, you know, do you keep rolling with Justin Fields or do you say to yourself, listen... We've seen enough. Let's go get a new guy. So it's interesting because I like Justin Fields, and I think he's talented. But it really depends on what type of system the Bears want to run. Because I feel like Justin Fields, there are places he can go where he can be successful. And I think Chicago can be one of those places as well. I think he can be successful in Chicago if that they can put a little bit more talent around him. It would be erroneous to say, hey, any young quarterback, especially really young quarterbacks, any quarterback, we're not going to give you any talent, go out there and win games. It feels like the Bears are kind of just ramping up. They've been better with DJ Moore, but it feels like they could really use a, you know, a second wide receiver. Uh, their run game has been a little bit all over the place. Their offensive line isn't the best, and their defense is improving. Right, They could really use a good edge rusher, but um, They could use a lot. Now, but but it's really, it comes down to, um, it really comes down to, um, it just, it comes down to what does it, what do the future of the Chicago Bears look like? Now, the case to let go of Justin Fields is strong right the case to let go of Justin Fields is a strong case listen you say to yourself listen this guy really hasn't been uh you know that successful we have some very good quarterbacks and we have a great opportunity to draft a new quarterback and we still have an opportunity to get some value out of Justin Fields and as well i mean listen we get to reset our our our, our cap timeline Right, because now we say, well, now we don't have to pay a quarterback for another few years, right? We still get the guy in his rookie deal, so that that is a very strong case if you can get the right guy. What does the right guy look like, though? I mean, it is very hard to pick a quarterback and say this guy is going to be special. I'm gonna I'm gonna exclude, and we're just gonna go with first round quarterbacks because that's what we're talking. We're talking about highly drafted. Quarterbacks uh, drafted by year. So, um, let's go through them, and we're gonna we're gonna go. We're not gonna start with this year's guys because we have no idea what they're gonna be, um, and we are not. And we're not gonna even go to last year. We're gonna start in twenty twenty one. All right, Trevor Lawrence, Wilson, Lance, Fields, Jones, Trevor Lawrence. He's been good, but has he been as elite as he was touted to be? No. Zach Wilson, not a starter. Trey Lance, not a starter. Justin Fields, the guy we're talking about. Mac Jones, also not a starter. Um, probably been the second most successful quarterback of that bunch. 2020, Joe Burrow, been very successful, uh, has had some injury concerns. Tua, uh, he's had a very good year this year, but certainly he's had a lot of help around him, and it's taken a little while for him to get there. And Herbert, very talented, but they haven't really done anything with him. Okay, 2019. Kyler Murray has been good, but has he been, like, unbelievable? He's had injury problems. Okay, yada, yada, yada. Daniel Jones, I mean, yikes, to say the least. I mean, there's, you know, we got a contract, but feels like the Giants may have made a mistake. Dwayne Haskins, RIP. We're not going to get into that one. I mean, he wasn't a great football player, but rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins. All right, 2018, Baker Mayfield in his fourth team. You know, he's struggled a lot at different points in his career. Sam Darnold, a backup, not on his current team. Josh Allen, he's been a stud. Uh, Josh Rosen, bust. Lamar Jackson, pretty damn good. Probably a two-time MVP. 2017, Trubisky, bust. Mahomes, W, huge. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he was good, but personal problems, so, you know, you can't really predict that. Uh, 2016, Jared Goff, on his second team, has had a nice career, made to a Super Bowl. Uh, Carson Wentz, started really hot and has turned into nothing. Winston Mariota, both kind of busts. Um, Blake Bortles, Johnny Manziel, bust, bust, Teddy Bridgewater, I mean injuries kind of ruined his career, but kind of a bust. Uh, Twenty thirteen, AJ Manuel, Geno Smith, uh, oh, AJ Manuel was actually the only first rounder, bust. Uh, Twenty twelve, Luck, good but then retired. RG three injuries and now he's retired. Tannehill, mediocre, Brandon Whedon, bust. Um, Twenty. 11, Cam Newman, very good. Jake Locker, injuries. Blaine Gabbert, pretty much a bust. Christian Ponder, pretty much a bust. 2010, Bradford, pretty much a bust. Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. literally played one season in the NFL. 2009, Stafford, he's been really good. Sanchez, a bust. Freeman, pretty much a bust. Uh, I mean, they weren't, bu- they weren't bad. Sanchez and Freeman weren't bad, but they weren't great. 2008, Matt Ryan. Very good career, MVP winner. Flacco, Super Bowl winner. Very good career. 2007, Jamarcus Russell bust. Brady Quinn bust. So, okay, I'm not going to go through every quarterback because we're going to be sitting here all day. The general point is, and I went through pretty much, I think, what, 10, 15 years of quarterbacks right there. Just because you draft a guy high does not mean they are going to be a star. There's no indication. There's Even even as you know, scouting and all this stuff has gotten – better, and I'll put that in quotes, there are still busts drafted every single year in the first round of the quarterback position, even if you're at 1-1. And even the guys who aren't busts aren't necessarily the best quarterbacks. All right, There are plenty of guys, if you look further down these lists, who have been very, very good, not even drafted in the first round. All right, obviously, there are a lot of busts, but there have been a lot of guys who have been very, very good. All right, And that's just a fact. There's no debate about that, that there have been guys who have been drafted further down, look, I mean, Hurts, uh, Prescott, these guys are second, fourth-round picks, Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr. I mean, you know, are they the best quarterbacks? Not necessarily, but are they necessarily so much worse? I mean, that's what you have to ask yourself. I mean, the 2012 draft is perfect explanation of that. Uh Kirk Cousins and and um where is he? Uh Russell Wilson were both drafted in 2012. And they were drafted after Luck, Griffin, and Tannehill, and arguably those two have had better careers than everyone else. So it's it's tough. I, I think that the Bears are in a really tough situation because no matter what decision they make they're going to be judged for the next five to ten years about it. If they trade away Fields and they draft a guy who turns out to be a bust, it's going to be a massive mistake by the organization. And no one's ever going to forgive them because you had Justin Fields. And you just basically sold your entire franchise's future down the road. If you keep Justin Fields and you draft a new guy... Or if you keep Justin Fields and don't draft a new guy and Justin Fields turns out to kind of stink, then you're going to feel really bad. Here's what I would do if I'm the Bears. It's a tough decision. I would stick with Justin Fields. Let me me contextualize why. I think Justin Fields has the physical attributes to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback in the NFL. Now, Does that mean he's going to be the best quarterback in the NFL? No. He can be a pro bowler, sure. But by no means do I think that Justin Fields is going to be the best quarterback in the NFL. But he has a lot of talent. All right? And there have been plenty of guys who weren't that good who won a Super Bowl. Look at Matt Safran. I mean, he's good, but his Super Bowl run, he wasn't exactly the star of the show. I mean, he didn't even win Super Bowl MVP. That was Cooper Cuff. So there's... Definitely a pathway for Justin Fields to do that. Now, why do I think people should, why you should keep Justin Fields? Well, first off, I think you can sign him on a relatively cheap deal. I don't think that he's going to be a guy who can ask for a max contract because he's not, he hasn't played well enough. But I think you, if you can believe in him, you can get him for 30 mil a season, right? And you might be saying, well, that's a lot more than a rookie. Or you're going to have to pay someone at some point. Right? And if you get a star, right at the bat, if you draft a star and you get him, you're going to pay him a lot of money. Now, I think I'm of the position, it is really hard to draft a really successful quarterback in the NFL. Look at this year. You had Bryce Young, Stroud, and Richardson. We have no idea what their careers are going to look like, right? Bryce Young has had arguably a very, not arguably, he's had a very bad season. Now, is it all his fault? No, he's had a very bad season. shroud has been very, very good. Probably a Pro Bowl, and Richardson got injured. Now, if we say, "Well, you know, Richardson could be good," I mean, he could also have huge injury problems. That may be only one of three hit, and it's only been one year for Shroud. Now, that's not to say Bryce Shroud won't be good, but you see the game you get into with Bright with with, with Justin Fields, you kind of know what you have in him. Three years in, right? There is potential there. I still see it. I saw. I see exactly what I saw. On draft day and before. I like Justin Fields. I think he's gotten, he's making better decisions. He's making better throws. And I get that maybe the competition isn't the best, but what if you use that draft pick to get, I don't know, the best wide receiver in the draft and a guy who's been touted as one of the best wide receiver prospects? I mean, Marvin Harrison, I really like. He's very, very good. And if you pair Marvin Harrison Jr. up, With DJ Moore, that's a really lethal wide receiver room. And then you can go and draft a tackle, an edge rusher, whatever, with your own first-round pick. And then you still have the rest of your draft picks to go. You can also trade out of picks. You can trade back from Marvin. I mean, there's going to be a quarterback, a team that wants a guy at one. You can get a big haul from a team like Atlanta or any team that wants to jump up to number one and draft a quarterback. And you might not even have to drop back that far; you could drop to probably five or six, and you might not get Marvin Harrison. You might, though. You could drive, you could trade up. You know, you could have a team like the Commanders trade up to number one. There are plenty of organizations that might want to trade up to number one, and you could still end up with Marvin Harrison. And if not, someone else really, really good Potentially. I think Marvin Harrison is the guy you want to go after. But the general point I'm making is, you know what you have in Justin Fields. Right, you know what he is. If you get a rookie quarterback, you're starting all over again. You know, even if he's good in year one, you know, I mean, who knows? It's a shot in the dark, always, kind of a little bit with these rookie quarterbacks. You can have a scout come up and tell you, Mike, this guy, this guy's the this guy is the real deal. How many times has it been said? How many times has Mel Kiper said? This quarterback class is generational. There are generational. I mean, they said the exact same thing about the draft class of 2021. There were five quarterbacks drafted. Arguably. I mean, listen. Only. So, right now, again, Trevor Lawrence has been good. He hasn't been unbelievable, though. He's won one playoff game. All right? And. He was touted as, like, the best quarterback of all time. (laughs) Zach Wilson, not a starter. Trey Lance, not traded already and is a backup. Justin Fields, there's a debate as to whether he is going to be the starting quarterback. And then Mac Jones, probably going to be a backup for next year. Or he's going to be in a quarterback battle wherever he goes. Like, you can... Two of the five in that class are BUS, capital B BUS. Another one, I mean, it's been really, really rocky. The other one's been good. And then you have Justin Fields. That's not exactly a an a, a great advertisement. to say, hey, you should draft this guy 1-1. I mean, really? So, I I like Justin Fields. I think there's potential there. I think if you... You can still put so much more around him, too. Their running game can get better. And I I like the North. The North is not... It's competitive. But the Bears are good enough to, like, make a run next year. I think that they are if they stick with Justin Fields. You know, if they draft a quarterback, listen, Caleb Williams, Drake May, maybe even Jaden Daniels, those guys are good. I think that Any one of them, or all of them, can be great in the NFL. I'm a big Drake May fan. I think that Caleb Williams, I'm not a big fan of his personality. Um, I think he's very talented, though. And I think Jane Daniels is really good, too. But it's like, you kind of know to yourself, hey, listen, one of those guys probably is not going to be that good in the NFL. How confident are they that you can pick it? Because odds are, one of those guys is definitely going to be worse than Justin Fields. No matter what you say, no matter what you tell me. Look at the look at the times that three quarterbacks have been drafted in the first round. Three or more. And how many of them are legit bad? Quite a few. I mean, the 2020 draft is probably as close as you can get with Burrow, Tua, and Herbert. And it's not like, I mean, Tua is the worst of those three. Herbert is good. Herbert is really great, and Burrow is really great. That's probably one of the few times. But those guys weren't even touted. Herbert and Tua weren't even, like, wildly touted as, like, the great quarterbacks. You know, as great quarterbacks. And Tua is, you know, certainly been carried. And feel, like, Herbert hasn't even won a playoff game. Tua hasn't even played in a playoff game. Right? So, odds to me say, like, one of those guys is going to be, no matter what you say, worse than Justin Fields. Another one of them is probably going to be good, decent to good. Another one might be really good. Two of them might be really good. Who knows? But how confident are you that you can pick the guy who's the best of those three? What if you pick the guy who sucks? I I think that (sighs) drafting Marvin Harrison and pairing him up with Justin Fields you will have a better team than drafting Drake May or Caleb Williams and putting them in. I mean, there is a learning curve to rookie quarterback. You're, you're essentially saying, hey, next season, a little bit of a wash, isn't it? Right? I mean, it's tough for a rookie quarterback to have a reason. It's, it just doesn't happen that often. I mean, the best rookie quarterback season this year was CJ Stroud. not even guaranteed to make the playoffs. They're, they got a win to get in. And he's been, like, one of the best rookies, rookie quarterbacks in a long time. Mac Jones did it, um, but we see, we've seen what's happened since. I think they should keep Justin Fields. I'm a fan. I think that you can be a better team if Justin Fields, hey, listen, he might not be the best, but he can be very, very good. And he offers a lot with his legs. He clearly can play in the cold. He likes that weather, which is a concern when you have a USC quarterback and a UNC quarterback and an LSU quarterback as your top 3 quarterbacks who all play in warm weather. And then you got a I don't know, a Buckeye quarterback who can play in the cold like Justin Fields. No one's factoring that in by the way. You're you're asking warm weather quarterbacks who played in warm weather to go into the cold. You know Justin Fields already had this experience. You're going to have to pay him more in the short run but I think if you sign him to a contract it's going to be less than if you you know sign one of those guys who happens to be really good if they are if not then you're not going to re-sign them. and I feel like this Bears team has potential I'm not a big Matt Everflus fan I'm not like we have to take the situation as it is right Matt Everfloos is the head coach so we're not going to change head coaches right so the rookie quarterback is going to have Matt Everfloos too just like Justin Fields with us so You know, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I feel like this Bears team is better with Justin Fields considering that they can draft Marvin Harrison at 1-1 and then draft a left tackle or a right tackle or whoever. They have plenty of picks, and they can beef up that O-line. They can get an edge rusher. Maybe Jalen Johnson will stay. And that defense has been playing a little better. They, They can do it. So that's my thoughts. I think Justin Fields could could be a guy, Jerry still out, which makes this a really tough decision. But I lean towards keeping Justin Fields. The players seem to want it. And I think he, I, I just, I see potential in him. I see potential, you know? It's, it's this is going to define the Chicago Bears for the next five to 10 years. This decision, if they draft a new quarterback or if they keep, it's going to define the organization for the next five to 10 years. And I think you've got potential right now. You keep rolling. You draft a new quarterback, it's like restarting again got to do everything all over again so thank you all for listening to another episode of the master plan have a great day i know for a fact i am not like the rest the rest of right? the guys in the yeah, NFL. Talk talk, yeah. i know i'm a top five receiver yeah. i know i'm a top three receiver yeah. I'm a, mm. you know, I'm like, keep going know. keep going you yeah, I, I just Can gotta get prove some numbers? The people right when i'm working i'm like oh you know what i'm saying i'm a dog